Let me blow All my right, we're off. By the way. Yes, sir. Or last week when I was ill. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, you started recording. But okay, I actually yeah. was, I, I was sick. I became deathly ill after the recording. I thought you were ill during the recording. I wasn't ill yet. I, I was pre-ill. I had COVID brain. I didn't actually have COVID, but I did have COVID brain before I got sick. So you're fine now or what? Yeah, that was a week ago. I persevered. Fantastic. Well, how are we going to start this here? Yeah, I don't know. This is actually pretty confusing. What do you mean? What we have going on here. Because we recorded last week and then we recorded yesterday. Right. Maybe Neither that's how of we which will be released off. to the general Explain world. what public has happened. Nightmare has happened. That's what's happened. Yeah. So we we've, recorded last week. Lou, we have like a, an hour to an hour and a half worth of recordings that we're not releasing to the general public. Right. Because Lou had COVID brain and it was just an hour and a half of us talking about nothing. About absolutely nothing. And there, there was no structure to it. No listener questions, no nothing aside from us talking about our plans for the summer, which of we have very little. So, and we found that it, out very quick. Yeah, it was an hour and a half long recording of essentially nothing. So we decided that that was not going to be released to the public. However, that remains episode eighteen. And if there's and a market for it, we'll, we can put it up on our on our OnlyFans. Yes, on our OnlyFans. And um, so that's will be episode 19 that we're recording here. And we had a mishap last night. We attempted to record. And Lou, you had a, a contractor in your basement running around? Or what was going on? Yeah, there was a bit of a scheduling conflict. Um, we were set to record. We actually were recording. And right. then that was suddenly, uh, that came to an abrupt stop when... The contractor needed to get into the basement, so I don't exactly know what the deal was with that, but mm-hmm. we move on. May I say, Lou, you're looking spry and healthy today. Your background's a beach. You've got your Minnesota gear on, and you're looking ready to go. I'm ready to record a podcast. I you can say that. Well, this is episode 19 of Big Dog Radio. Uh, we got a loaded episode ahead of us today. We got some listener questions. We have a bracket. Now, this I'm kind of interested, kind of excited for, kind of have no clue what to expect, but we have a bracket of the worst names, and we are going to find out what the worst name is through that. And then after that, we got our hot tr- hot corner and chopping block, Big Dog's final thoughts, and then we're going to wrap it up. Now, Lou, last night we talked a little bit about a scenario that you're in. Yeah, and, and I guess I don't want to get into the specifics of it. I'm still actually quite upset about it, but we'll we'll put it this way for the listeners. It, it, it would be like, you know, the, the New England Patriots having a, a, a franchise celebration, a fundraiser, uh, just a celebration of, of the franchise's history, and then not inviting Robert Kraft and not inviting Tom Brady mm-hmm. and not even acknowledging that they exist throughout the course of that celebration. That's essentially what's going on. And, and and not only that, and they're inviting Tom Brady's wife and kids. Right. And parents. And and, and they, they went and and they went into a local bar in Foxborough and grabbed a guy with a Tom Brady jersey on. 
put duct tape over the last name and told him to come, you know, hoist up the Super Bowl trophy. That's basically what's going on. But I'm not going to get into the details. So I feel like I'll explain a little bit just so our listeners have some sort of understanding. So our football team, our high school football team, which Lou was a member of for three years and a coach of for three years, hosts a, a golf outing every summer. And recently, Lou received in the mail. Well, I shouldn't say Lou. I didn't. I didn't receive anything in the mail. Lou's parents, along with his brother, three of the four members of his household, received an invitation to this golf outing. Mm-hmm. An invitation to register, you know, participate in the festivities. Mm-hmm. And Lou was had not received anything. I was left on the outside looking in. And uh, we mentioned this a little bit, but not only. Does this slap you because it's your franchise, like your football team, but also they're they're hosting something that you're extremely good at. All right. It's like, you know, it's like the moon's aligning. Is that what they say? You know, the the stars aligning. Stars aligning. aligning, Whatever. Well, I understood. Moons can align too. They can. Do you know how many moons Jupiter has? Um, I'm going to take a guess and say 52. Do you know? No, I don't actually know. Oh, okay. You were going to know. Never <laughs> no, mind. I don't. Whatever. Uh, what was I getting at? That's besides the point. Stars aligning, moons aligning, things align. Right. I forgot and what I was going to say, but whatever. Carry on. That's fair. So we're on episode 19 here. And this episode is sponsored by High Lift Coffee. Our newest sponsor. The High Lift. There's the high the, the high lift. Um, coming to Two Rivers, Wisconsin in 2022. Is there a confirmed um, start date there? Uh, no, a there's a grand not. opening per se. So there's still renovation going on. The inside, there's one room that I know I've seen done. It looks super cute. Uh, I'm pretty excited to check it out, get some coffee there. Um, and then I know there's a bigger room. So this building that the high lift coffee shop is going into uh used to be a automobile garage and emily the owner is is renovating it along with the help of others to um make it a coffee shop so cool concept it's coming up in 2022 and she'll be selling coffee soon we'll keep their listeners updated since it's our one and only sponsor at the moment our presenting sponsor Mm-hmm. That's correct. You can you can find Big Dog merch inside of the coffee shop, as far as I understand, once it does open up. Right. And Lou, do you have a guess at how many moons Jupiter has? Mm. 20-something. So it has 79 moons. 53 are named and 26 are awaiting official names. Well, what's the holdup? I know. That's you, what I was thinking. Why don't we that, name? That doesn't them make right any now? sense. Why would you assign fifty-three of them names and then just, just stop? Yes, I have no clue. That's kind of. That would be like that'd be like having twelve kids and then after the fourth one you just stop assigning them names. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm done with this. It took all the good names. Whatever. And Lou, uh, I, do you have any more thoughts before we start? Well. I did. I guess I did want to touch on this. It's kind of like a spotlight that we used to do, but not so much, but it is. So, I mean, the Masters was this past weekend. Right. It was an absolute snooze fest. 
Mm-hmm. Scotty Scheffler won by like, well, I guess he only ended up winning by like three strokes, but he four putted the 18th. Right. So I think, I think Scotty Scheffler should be tried as a war criminal for what he Why did to that? this tournament. Because no one wants to be sitting there on Masters Sunday and, you know, you have a runaway with the tournament. Mm-hmm. I think the Who very least he could that? have done, we're all sitting there watching. He misses those three putts. You're close enough to the hole. Miss the next three, win by one stroke. Just make it interesting. Add a little bit of drama to it. And I think mm-hmm. I actually developed an idea while watching on Sunday that would fix not only the Masters, but golf tournaments in general. Because, I mean, you think about it, there's no golf tournament you want to be watching. And the leader has five a five-stroke lead with two holes left on a Sunday. There's nothing to that. Mm-hmm. So here's the idea. After the third day of the tournament, you make a second cut line. So, you know, if after two days in the tournament, there's a cut line. They get rid of, you know, they make an arbitrary cut line. And then right. they figure it out after the second day. If you're below that mark, you go home. So they should make a second cut mark where after the third day, if you are, let's say, like four strokes ahead of the second place person, you're cut. You're home. You're done. Okay. And not only that, so that evens up the field. Anyone within, let's say, four strokes of the leader gets an extra stroke towards the leader to make the field more even. I'm with you until that point. I don't Why? think that I don't think somebody should be gifted a stroke. Why not? It makes the tournament more interesting. Well, if you're doing that, you may as well just reset the numbers and play another 18. Actually, that's not a terrible idea either. So if you make it, so you make a second cut line uh, after the Saturday. And then after that, everyone goes back to even par. And then for the last you just day, play it out for the last day. Yeah. Which I, I, also can actually, is kind I can of, actually see that. I don't really love that either because no, I do. like golf, golf is a game of fluctuation and you want the, the top guy to be receiving that green jacket. And granted, no, that's not always not, the case, but when you're no, like, uh, just like Scotty Scheffler this week, he was 10 under for the tournament. I didn't want to see him getting the green jacket. He should have been cut. He was too far ahead of the field. <laughs> because he was too far out of the field, he should have got cut. That's what I was saying. That was my idea. If you're like, if the average score is like three under and like four, you have like two or three guys, let's say that are like 11 and 10 under, they should be cut. Like they should not be allowed to play. Right. They should be sent home. Well, no congratulations, no trophy, no money. No, you ruin the tournament. <laughs> I should get a congratulations for ruining the tournament. Lou, the one thing that I did find exciting in this this tournament, not that it made much of a difference towards the final like first place race, but Rory McIlroy on Sunday shooting the course record. I don't, that wasn't a course record, was it? It was at least the the record of like Masters. I don't know if it was like that might be more record, accurate. but I, I think it was the record of like in the Masters tournament. I think that might be accurate. Hold bunker shot on 18. Did he? I didn't catch that. And then who he was playing with, Colin Morikawa, did the same thing from the same bunker. Really? On Sunday? On Sunday. I don't know how that slipped past me. Well, Lou. You're not a big golf guy. I'm not a huge golf guy, but I did watch the Masters this year. We had it on. Okay. The majority part. Well, clearly Um, not. uh, uh, Well, I guess not. 
So our listener questions this week, we're going to move on to them. Yeah, fair. Um, and f- at first, I have a personal listener question that I wanted to ask you. It's it's not on our agenda, okay. but with Easter coming up, there's a, a very polarizing candy that that is very common in Easter, and that candy is Peeps. So my question for you mm. is: Peeps, yes or no? You know, I there's people that have a very strong opinion one way or the other. I don't happen to be one of those people. Really? I don't I don't particularly like peeps, but mm-hmm. I don't, you know, throw my schnoz up at it if I see one. Now that's interesting because every time I I like hear people talk about peeps, either they're like, this is God's gift to the world, or this should be burned in hell. Like uh, I've never heard somebody that's in between on in between on that. And I, I think they're phenomenal. I love peeps. Yeah. They're certainly not the worst thing you'll ever find. They, I kind of, I do kind of like the texture of them. You know, they got like the little, the sugar on the outside Mm -hmm. and then it's uh, smooth and soft on the inside, but no, it's probably towards the bottom of my list for, for East, for Easter candy. I, I don't say I would go out of my way to eat them. Now what's your top candy? The same as yours. Jelly bellies. Well, I take that back then. No, like uh, jelly beans, jelly beans. I love jelly beans. Actually, you will that's never find a bigger jelly bean that. fan than me. I so the, there was a bag of jelly beans sitting on my kitchen counter the other day. You'll never believe what they were called. They were they weren't called jelly beans. They were called. What were they called? Like gelatin. Beans no, or something? They were, it was like once. Uh, and now Lou is back with a bag of jelly beans. No, but I'm glad I went and looked at them because I was absolutely appalled when I when I first saw this. Mm-hmm. So they're not jelly beans. I'm out of breath now. They're uh, jelly bird eggs. That's what they're called. But it's literally just a jelly bean. Are they are they larger? No. Than like a typical jelly bean. No. Because I will say, well, that, that's disturbing. First, like if it's Very just a jelly so. bean, it's a jelly bean. But secondly, I, they have those jelly beans that are larger than a typical jelly bean, and those are terrible. If you if you and it's like scale the same up thing. the jelly bean by like two or three x, it's not nearly as good as a, a normal small little jelly bean. Jelly bird eggs. Jelly bird eggs. Do they even look like bird eggs, or do they look like beans? It it looks like a jelly bean. Mm-hmm. Like when you think of a jelly bean, that's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm describing but they right. call them jelly bird eggs. And I forget what brand it is, but it's a reputable brand hmm. of candy. Well, Lou, you didn't answer your, the question yet. What is your, Oh, I candy? thought you were going for the, uh, the Reese's egg. Oh yes. Those are great too. Yeah. I, I don't really consider that. that like a Easter candy though. Well, why wouldn't I mean, you? you change They're the all... shape of it? I will say they do taste slightly different than a Reese's peanut butter cup. May yeah, I all say those better. specialty ones do. Like the egg, the pumpkin, the Christmas um, tree, the Christmas tree. Yeah, they're all better than the standard Reese's peanut butter cup. I agree. It's the the and it's actually it's not even that they're better. It's it's a different it's a different taste. It's a different thing. It is. I think with the with the peanut butter cup, you got like the hard ring around it that you got to like bite through. Then the trees, the eggs, it's all it's all soft. It's all soft. There's there's a lot more. 
peanut butter to chocolate mm-hmm. in these specialty ones. And it's phenomenal. It is. But now, Lou, we're on to our actual listener question today. Just one listener question. And actually, it's not even from a listener, unless you consider me a listener. So both listener questions today were actually from me. But um, so, yeah, I, I guess, first of all, please ask questions in our Google. What's it? Google form. By the way, do we have yep. any questions from the Google form? Um, I can look real quick, but you can carry on with with your question here. Okay, the question, and this comes from a different podcast, but I thought it was a very interesting question to be discussed. And this is a hypothetical. You have Joey Chestnut, hot dog eating champion, and Usain Bolt, 100 meter dash champion. And they're going to have a race, the two of them. And in this race, they first have to eat a hot dog, and then they have to run 100 meters. So both participants start by eating hot dog once they're done eating hot dog they can take off and run 100 meters and the question is who wins this race and lou i have done calculations and such but do you have any thoughts you want to share first and foremost well i can't see you anymore well i don't know where you went oh there you are i can hear you um joey chestnut are you saying bold in a race while eating a hot dog? One hot dog? No, you eat the hot dog first. Yeah. And then you run 100 meters, a singular hot dog. I, I still think Usain Bolt would win. You think so? I think so. Because no matter how fast, you know, Jay, Joey Chestnut, he's not, for the amount that he eats, he's not like a huge guy. Mm-mm. But he's certainly not someone that's running a four flat 40. That's true. So, so do you have to finish the hot dog before you can start running? I think so. Yeah. Because he could have that down and, you know, like you see the people that just put it right down the hatch and they got it in yeah. there. In their gullet. I, I did not consider that. I don't know can, if you saying, I don't know do if that, he can though. do that. I don't think you No, I was, I was saying, uh, our buddy, the chestnut, Mr. Chestnut. chestnut. So in, in the last competition he did, Granted, it was a 10-minute competition. In the first minute, he ate 12 hot dogs. So that's an average of five seconds per hot dog. And I'm sure the first one could go down real quick. Right. So Usain mm-hmm. Bolt, I feel like a hot dog is a week's worth of food for him. Maybe. Now, Lou, uh, uh, let me put this point in. The second-place person in, in the uh, hot dog eating competition he ate, executed in the town square. Uh, uh, he ate seven hot dogs in the first minute compared to Joey's 12. Oh, you're talking about the hot dog eating contest. Right. Okay. So that's eight, eight and a half seconds per hot dog. And keep in mind, this is the second fastest hot dog eater in the world. Going at eight, mm. eight and a half seconds per hot dog. So I continue this calculation and just assumed that Usain Bolt is the second fastest hot dog eating eater in the world. So I said, Usain Bolt's going to eat, eat a hot dog in eight and a half seconds and Joey Chestnut in five seconds. And then you look at Usain Bolt's 100 meter dash sitting at 9.58 seconds. Granted, he just ate a hot dog. I think we could bump that up to 
a little bit, but we'll keep it there. Just yeah, for the I, sake I, of this. I don't I don't think one hot dog would bog him down that much. Would you think so? Well, I mean, that's his, his like world record pace. And he's not at his world record pace anymore. Okay. But I, I'm going to keep it at that. Average 100-meter dash, about 14 seconds. I don't know if Joey Chestnut can run that. Probably not. Maybe. He's, mm. he's a world-class athlete. If anyway. you consider eating mass amounts of food to be a world-class <laughs> athlete. If you, Wait, if so you did you go up, back and study the film of the hot dog eating contest to get these I numbers? Did. Okay. I, I was in lecture watching the hot dog eating contest. Interesting. I like the that. People behind me, I'm surprised I didn't end up on Badger Barstool <laughs> because of it. That's unreal. <laughs> yeah. But um, so, yeah, you add up these numbers. Usain Bolt sitting at 18.2 seconds. Joey Chestnut sitting at 19 seconds. So in this theoretical thing I, I ran, Usain Bolt would win. However, this was given that Usain Bolt was the second fastest hot dog eater in the world. And after a hot dog, he could still run at a world record pace. So how, like how, how much would he win by? By 0.8 seconds. Uh, That's not a lot of leeway. No. Hmm. So, I mean, I, I think it would be close. But I think Joey Chestnut. I think Joey Chestnut might actually win. I think so too. But I I think the major part that you have to consider is um, because you could easily, like you're down on a hot dog, you're still chewing it and then take off running. Mm -hmm. I I think it needs to be completely down the hatch. And that's where Joey, yeah, that's where Joey Chestnut would find the victory. The the more I think about it, the more I lean towards um, Mr. Chestnut. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think it's a different story if they can eat and run at the same time, or they oh, can do it in any order? Yeah. Do you think you say both takes yeah. it then? Yeah. How would he do it? You just throw it all in and then take off running. Throw it all in and take off. Yeah. I mean, because that the guy I would assume is in pretty good shape. He doesn't, you know, need his airways to run a hundred meters, so That's he fair. could put it in, chew and chew and go. Because how long do you think it would take Mr. Chestnut to run 100 meters? 30 seconds? Well, if he's sprinting at 15. Like I I ran, uh, I think you could run like 12, no, probably 13. You think, I'm not even sure. I looked it up and the average 100 meter dash is 14 seconds. But I don't actually, that might be among athletes. I'm not even sure Mr. Chestnut can sprint. He might be just like a, a leisure walk guy. You would think his lungs have to be pretty small if he can expand his stomach. Right. For all those hot dogs. He doesn't look like a cardio guy either. If anything, he's, uh, you know, he looks more like a take a two-hour walk instead of take a 15-minute <laughs> run. He does. But Lou, so as I'm looking up, like, how long – it takes an average person to eat a hot dog. I come across this, this article and um, it it says eating a hot dog can take 36 minutes off of your life. And this article is trying to claim that for every single hot dog you eat, you subtract 36 minutes from the end of your life. So that is what I'm getting. You're trying to say is that article is declaring Mr. Chestnut as already dead. Essentially. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. There's also, you can find things like every piece of bacon will take, you know, half hour off of your life. Right. I don't believe it. I I think there's so many factors that you can't make that claim. I mean, if you look in the right places on the internet, you know, you'll find someone trying to tell you that Forrest Gump's a bad movie. It's the best freaking movie ever. Very fair. That's a line from a movie, by the way. I have no clue. What is that from? Don't worry about it. Okay, fair enough. Well, Lou, that's it for our listener questions. And now we're moving on to our first ever bracket. So, Lou, can you explain to me exactly how this is going to happen? Are you asking me because you don't know? Right. (laughs) Well, I would. That's not a great move on your part. That's assuming that I know. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, essentially, so we have a bracket here. We posted it on Twitter. I should say. Right. Barstool Sports Podcast Bracket. And there's 16 names. And each of them go head-to-head. And it's like a March Madness bracket. However, uh, where I was unclear was, are we going to discuss each of these matchups and then, like, declare a winner? Or are we going to let the listeners decide somehow? I think we discuss and then decide a winner. Okay. So it's all one go. We're going to find out a winner today. We'll find out a winner today. Okay. So I'm just going to start right off the list. We have our our 1 and 16 matchup. And this is a, this name has actually been discussed on this podcast before as a name you don't want to mess with. And our number one seed is Adolf. And number 16 seed is any Irish girl name. And I, th- I think this is a story of one verse 16 again, unless you have anything else to say about it. But I don't think this is a UMBC team that we're looking at here in any Irish girl name. I'd say Adolf. I, what's an example of an Irish girl name? Mm, Olivia. I don't know. <laughs> Just any any name in, in an Irish accent. That wasn't even Irish. That was like Italian. I was doing. <laughs> um, no, I, I I guess I'm on record saying that I don't think Adolf is that bad of a name. Once you disassociate it with the H man. Yeah. But, and I, th- I think there's some other examples that we'll, we'll see later on the list that have a similar situation going on. Sure. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I mean, we, we don't have any frame of reference for, for what an Irish girl's name is. I don't know if I know any Irish women, nor have ever met any. So let's look up. I Irish guess we'll give one name. Day it off. Irish girl names. First one that pops up is Amelia, Emily, Ava, Chloe. Those aren't bad names. More standard than anything. Bridget. No. Sign sign Mr. Adolph up. Mr. Adolph. Not the H-man. Disavow. Mr. Adolph moves on past any Irish girl name. So that's the winner. Um, Next, we're moving on to our, our eight seed versus our nine seed. And here we have... Chad versus Cody. Care to comment? Two, two names you don't want to have, really. I was thinking that too. And I and I apologize. Um, not really if, if you're named 
either one of these names. We, you, you don't want to be named Chad. You don't want to be named Cody. Do you care that I mentioned that, that you have a brother named Cody? That's not his fault. That's <laughs> fair. And, uh, you know, well, I, there's a stereotype behind, behind a Chad. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, looking at this bracket, you have the 8-9 matchup that very well could have been 1-2 and two seed. You think so? You think these 8-9s are strong 1-2 and two contenders? Looking ahead, I don't mean to look ahead, but I, I think I might have the have whatever name wins this moving on to the final four. Mm, I guess I don't have the bracket in front of me, but you know, I, I they, think they here, would just have to beat Adolf in order. I to think here are do that. No, oh, okay. I think here I would go with I would go with Chad. You know, because because mm-hmm. someone like Cody just gives me the the heebie-jeebies more so, but someone like Chad, that guy's just a douchebag. Yeah, I, I would agree. I don't think Chad's a name you can come back from. Cody, you can at least earn some respect. But yeah, I feel like I feel like you can be a pretty you can be a decent Chad. You can be a jolly so? Chad. Yeah, I mean the stereotype is there. And rightfully so, I think. Mhm. But it, it, it's a more difficult deficit. Wait, so I mean I guess with that argument as a Cody. What's that? I'd say it's a more difficult deficit to come back from as a Chad than as a Cody. I would say pretty brutal name. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? No, I was making points against my argument. So never mind. Okay, we'll move past. So now we're looking at our five versus 12. And here we have Aiden versus Justin. Now, I, I don't, I'm not against either of these names. I'm very much against the name Aiden. That's a disgusting name. Okay. Do, do you want to discuss any further? I mean, it's it's what you know the the people are naming their kids nowadays. It's the I mean, look at the name of popular baby names; it'll drive you up a wall. Um, you know, whatever happened to a, a good Jack, John, Joe, mm-hmm. Bill, Frank, Tom? You don't I see hear, any of them anymore. I think Oliver is one of the top names. This, That's probably this there's. I mean, people pretty like uh, COVID people started naming their kids COVID. Are you serious? There's examples of that. Yes. Why would somebody name their kid COVID? I feel like that's up with the times current events. Well, I mean, it doesn't have like a great, great stuff associated with it. Neither does Adolf. (laughs) That's true. But no, that's why nobody names their kid Adolf. I'm sure there's people naming their kids Adolf. We just well, talked about that that dictator in a, or he's not a dictator, but that uh that new that leader right. in Africa that his name's literally Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Now, Lou, how how long do you think the duration is? Because names make their circulation. How long before Adolf becomes a name again? Mm, I would say at least a hundred years. Yeah. Yeah, hundred years from now. Yeah, maybe two like two or three generations down the line. Yeah. Once we not forget, but once he's more distant past. Yeah. Or uh, history can be framed in different ways. You know, he could be celebrated for all we know in a hundred years time. Yeah. Uh, Never know. Probably not. You you never know. Okay. So now we're moving on to our four versus 13 seed. And we have our first female name in competition. Well, I guess from the Irish girls. But we have Brittany 
versus Kennedy. Is Kennedy a girl's name? Or I would think of Brittany that more. M. As Brittany, a... I'm speaking towards. A male's name? No, Brittany is the female's name. Oh, I thought you were saying two girls' names that we have here. No, Brittany. Okay. Versus, versus male Kennedy. Now, a girl can also be named Kennedy, though. That is true. Now, I, I, I find Bilingual, that less appropriate. If, if I run into a male Kennedy, I'm okay with it. Female Kennedy is another difficult stepping block to overcome. However, I'd say Brittany is much, much more difficult. If you run into a guy named Ken, do you assume that his name is Kennedy or Kenneth? Kenneth. Okay. But what do you could assume? a Kennedy be called Ken? Yeah. I've never heard it happen, but I, I believe it could. I, I don't like when different names can be shortened to the same thing. So are you going with Kennedy on this one? Wait, Brit- no, I would advance Brittany. Brittany. Yes. Fantastic. That's, that's an easy, easy call. Yeah, I was I was just speaking to just trying to. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, you you can't shorten two different names to the same thing Mm -hmm. because I would I would view someone named Kennedy different than I would someone named Kenneth. And for you to call them the same thing would be a great disservice to them both. Right. So would you rather run into a Ken or a Kennedy? I would rather run into a Ken. Because then it has the potential to be Kenneth. But only if they're above the age of 45. I don't want to run into a 30-year-old named Ken. Or like even like someone in their 20s named Ken. It's, it's got to be an old guy. Yeah, no, I agree. Like meet your, your college classmate, Ken. That would be yeah, uncomfortable. Uh, no, I'm not talking to that guy. Mm-hmm. Now, Lou, we're on our three versus 14 matchup. And these are two tough names. And we have Isis versus Taylor. Now, Lou, have you ever met an Isis? I've I've not met anyone named Isis, nor do I believe I've never met a member of Isis. If that's now, what you're I, asking. I met one person. <laughs> I met one person named Isis. And you, you almost want to just give them a hug. I believe that that it's actually one of the more popular names in the world, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I I think um, in the the Eastern Hemisphere, there's it's a pretty popular name. It's quite a popular name. Mm -hmm. It's just unfortunately, you know, the same name, the same thing as one of the world's biggest terrorist organizations. Right. It's an unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate. Right. You you want to give this person a hug and like help them somehow change their name. Like you you'll I'll pay for it. I'll I'll do everything. I'll do all the legal work. Well, like let's let's get your name changed. Yeah. Right. And and I think this made me think about the time that Adolf Hitler was around. There were probably a good chunk of people named Adolf at that time and then all of a sudden that became a not so good name or what about people that were all rocking the hitler stash for years right and it became their style next thing you know this guy's this guy's running you got to shave your mustache mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't let that happen and and now you got with this with with 
Um, like ISIS, you got that similar scenario where you you're having these all these people born, naming them ISIS, and then this terrorist organization. I don't. You probably shouldn't even call them ours. This terrorist group was um, becomes more and more rampant, and now I'm sure. I I guess I can't speak to the Eastern Hemisphere, but I'm sure that not many people are naming their kids ISIS anymore. I would guess not. No. But so we have ISIS versus Taylor, and um, I I am not in love with the name Taylor, but I don't think it can beat ISIS. I would happen to agree. Okay, so ISIS is moving on. I, I don't see much overtaking that, but um, we're we're on our six versus eleven seed, and this is well, kind I mean, of a- if you take it at face value, it's, it's not that bad of a name. No, it's not. But yeah, it's just unfortunate the circumstances around it. And now in our six versus eleven seed, I kind of laughed when I saw this matchup in the first round. And it's actually the name Hunter versus the name Casey. And well, for our what are the odds of that, huh? What are the odds of that? For our, our listeners that are familiar with both of these names. Um, we did not set this up in this way. Nope. There this was a, a bar stool. Well, I guess just for context for listeners at home, we, the both of us personally know two people with this name or mm-hmm. these names. And they're very close people like that. They are friends that, that have been friends for a long time. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've been on the record saying anyone that names their their, their child hunter should be thrown in prison. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, that's been established on this podcast before. I don't know what your thoughts are. You know, I, I don't think either of these names are terrible names. However, I think Casey's actually a decent name. Really? And, and that's probably because I, I know a handful of Casey's and I like a handful of Casey's. Okay, and that's fair. I, I haven't, I haven't had a Casey too. rub me wrong, so I, I would go with Hunter as well. Moving, we seem through. to uh, be aligned there. I don't think we've had any that we've had a debate over yet. No, I, I don't think so. No hard disagreements. Um, this one, our seven versus ten, we have Michaela versus Kyle, and now these. What's two the names, seven and what's the ten? Michaela is the seven. Kyle is the 10. I think we got a classic 10-7 upset here. You think so? I think so. This yeah. might be our first disagreement. Really? You know, I I would take either of these names as a worse name than Hunter. For sure. I don't love the name Kyle. That is a difficult name to overcome. It's, it's another one with a stereotype, you know. Mm-hmm. And Michaela, it's just not M-A-K-A-Y-L-A. Three A's. Not that that's bad, but just looking at the name upsets me. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a combination of a couple different names. Right. Either name them Kayla, Mac, Mackenzie, Mickey, mm, Mickey, like the mouse. Name them. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's it's upsetting me looking at it. 
But um, Hilton. you think Kyle takes the cake? Yeah, I would go with Kyle here. Do you do you know a uh, a Michaela personally that has rubbed you the wrong way? Um, I don't really even know if I know my, any Michaelas. I'm trying to think of. I don't believe I I do no. I can't think of any Michaelas off the top of my head. However, I know of Kyle's. I don't know if I know any pretty well enough to to speak on anything in in specific, rather than the the general stereotype. Right. Well, Lou, how are we going to settle this? You think Kyle, and I think Michaela. Sounds like we need a tiebreaker. <laughs> Should we make a call real quick? I don't know who we're going to call, but yeah, yeah let's call. Call someone. You have anyone in your contacts named Kyle? <laughs> call somebody named Kyle. I do not have anybody in my contacts named Kyle. It's great radio. Yeah, this might just be terrible radio if nobody's going to answer me. Okay, we're out of luck. So, Lou, um, I got a I got a water bottle cap. How about we flip it? Okay, fair. I guess not really fair, but no. Nope. This side, Kyle. This side, Michaela. Does it have good. to be up or down? It's a good question. <laughs> Didn't establish that. Um, what is it? Uh, it's it's this side down. I don't even remember what you said that was going to be. I don't either, to be honest with you. Well, th- this is terrible radio <laughs> right now. All right, Lou. Um, I'm going to write down Michaela, make the executive decision. I don't care what you have to say. Okay. All right. Next we have our number two seed Keith versus our number 15 seed Anthony. I think this one's very clear. You you do. Mm -hmm. I like both the names. Do you? I don't think there's a bad name in, in this, in this case. I like one of them and dislike the other. Which one? Which one do you dislike? Keith. For what reason? There, there's a lot of different names that rhyme with Keith, like Heath. Oh, that's that's right. <laughs> there's a. There may or may not have been an instance where a, there's a local bartender by the name of Heath, and everyone was calling him Keith for the longest time. Because <laughs> we didn't know that his name was Heath, and one day he got a little bit upset about it. I I was not recalling that situation, but that that adds that ring to a bell? the stigma. It does. I think that yeah. might have been subconsciously inside of me uh-huh. as I was thinking yeah. through this. But but uh, no, I like Anthony is a pretty good name. I think it, I think of well, actually, now that I think of it, maybe maybe Anthony. As the worst, because well, originally I was thinking of like Tony Soprano, but now I'm thinking of Anthony Jr. Who's that? Anthony Jr. Soprano. I'm not familiar. Is that Sopranos? I'd assume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the kid was just a low life. So, what are we going with, Keith or Anthony? Uh, the, the lesser that. Uh, Make a decision. I'm gonna refrain from making a decision. All right, we're Keith is moving on in the playoffs. So now Make we've gone through bracket. all of our names. 
Well, th- that was our matchup there. You refrained from making a decision. Um, and I had a decision. So therefore it just made sense to continue. So we have, we're down to our lead eight. Um, we'll, we'll I don't know work how our way back. An eight this is. Yeah. Or I guess flawed eight and we'll work our way back. We have our first matchup, Michaela versus Keith. And I mean, Keith, you well, said, I didn't want Keith to move on in the first place. So I think I would go for Michaela. All right. Excellent. That, that's an easy one. Michaela over. Is Keith. that what you would have gone with as well? Absolutely. So Michaela is our first member okay. of our final four. And now we're moving up. We have Isis versus Hunter. Oh boy. We're getting a call back. Well, now this is null and void. Yeah. Hey. Um, we had a debate here on Big Dog Radio, and we needed a third opinion, so we gave you a call, um, and we have to decide which name is worse, Michaela, or what was the other one, Lou? Uh, it was Michaela or uh, Michaela or Kyle, remember. or Tyler, Kyle or Kyle. Kyle. Ooh, that's a tough one. Hmm. Michaela or Kyle? Correct. Those are your two options. Well, you gotta think about it. Mm. You gotta start <laughs> <laughs> You're on the All radio right, 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 right now. I gotta edit that out. We can't be name dropping less. Okay. And you got Kyle, so Savage Washington. <laughs> and you got. I don't even think I know any more Michaela's. So you're going to have to go with Michaela. Okay. Well, we appreciate it. His input. basis is simply that he knows less. Not being no Michaela's. <laughs> That's fair. All right, JR, we appreciate your help. No problem. Have right. a good one. See ya. All right, so Michaela moves out. on as planned. We'll, we'll have to cut a good chunk of that out as no name dropping is allowed here on the podcast. But that continues. Uh, I guess good thing he chose that because we had Michaela moving on to the final four already. But now we have Isis versus Hunter. I would say Hunter should move on. You think so? I very much do think so, yes. I I think for the sake of the draft, I agree. Or for the sake of the bracket. Like if you associate ISIS very heavily with the terrorist group, it's it, going to take the it's cake. It's going to take the cake. But when you look at these names at surface level, ISIS is a beautiful name. If you it is, I would agree. If you don't put it along with the terrorist group, and Hunter is a terrible name. I think we've established that. Yes. Yeah, so Hunter is our next member of our final four. And now moving to the bottom left of our bracket, we have Aiden versus Brittany. And this is difficult. This is quite difficult. Mm -hmm. Both are terrible, terrible names. Now, I I already voiced that I'm not completely against Aiden. If you're the parent... Of someone named Brittany or Aiden, you could probably be tried for war crimes. 
Mm-hmm. Now I know somebody named Brittany that voices that her name is terrible. Like that's how okay. terrible the name is. Yeah. She firmly believes that she has a terrible name. Well, it's kind of the same case with uh, our friend named Hunter. He kind of he kind of does the same thing and expresses his that's interest. True. That's true. Um, and Hunter's in the final four. That it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, I think we got you got to go, Brittany. I agree. Brittany onto the final four. And now we, we spoke to this one slightly already, but our final matchup, we have the notorious Chad versus the notorious Adolf. This might surprise you. My vote's going to Chad. That doesn't surprise me at all. I was okay. expecting that. Oh, okay. Because you, you've already spoken to how you think Adolf is a, is a good name. It's, it's not a terrible name. It's associated exactly. with things that you don't want to associate with. Like that, the guy, the guy very easily could have been named John Hitler, you know? Right. And then all of a sudden we'd have a, a million Adolfs running around in place of John. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Not a bad I, name. <laughs> I like much I like still, ISIS, it's just tied to unfortunate events. Right. And uh, I hope our friend in Africa is working hard and diligently to rid both the first name Adolf and the last name Hitler. Or he's working to keep the up negativity. the reputation for all we know. We don't really know. Well, we aren't hoping that that's the case. Well, we're not hoping. But we <laughs> could be the case. You I mean, to, You have to acknowledge the possibility. Right. You think how many people in the world are named Adolf Hitler? And he just so happens to he's be a politician. He's got to be the only one. Right. And he just so happens to be a politician. And he doesn't claim to be a Nazi. However, he's in the position to be one. I'm not going to put fake news out there, though. We don't know anything about Adolf Hitler in Africa. What country was he in? Zambia? Zambia, maybe? Something, Zambia. Something Is like there that. a Zambia as well? I, I'm not Zambia, too familiar Zambia. with African countries. Okay. I know there's Chad. That, that's interesting. There's a Chad in Africa, and he just was up against Adolf Hitler of Africa. And other places. <laughs> and Germany. Um, so now we're, we're moving on to our final four. And our final four consists of Chad, Brittany, Hunter, and Michaela. And our first matchup is Chad versus Brittany. And this, I mean, is this is a rather difficult matchup. This is like the battle of the bulge right here. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking two, two absolute powerhouses. Right. If you're looking at these four names, these are my, my yep. top two competitors at the moment. Chad versus Brittany. It's like a, it's like a Duke UNC final, final four. Mm-hmm. Do you care to give your opinion? No, I think I'm going to go with Brittany. Brittany. That's my final vote. Yeah, I agree. That that easy. Well, that's that's the name I was leaning towards. OK, that's fair. I think Brittany's moving yeah, on. I don't. I, I, I mean, 
you can be a, don't get me wrong you can be a good person and and be named Brittany. Mm-hmm. as can you be a good person named chad they're just uh, the odds the odds are pretty much stacked against you right I, th- I think it's what we spoke to earlier where it's the bigger deficit you have to overcome right. to prove yourself as a Brittany. And there, there's a much larger deficit, at least in my mind, <clears throat> when I meet a Brittany, she's got some work to do to prove it, that, that she's a good person. <laughs> That's fair. Chad, still work? Not quite as much. And our other final four matchup is Hunter versus Michaela. And I, I, I hate to put two female names in the championship, but I would put Michaela. Uh, see, I disagree with you here. Hunter? I, I think I would, yeah, given the two given the two competing here, yes, I would go with Hunter. Okay. Uh, I, I will give that to you considering I will grant my request. your vote on prior on prior. That's that only seems fair. Yeah, I, I mean I pushed Michaela even out of the first round, so she made it that far strictly because of me. And now, I'm, what do we have for seeds here? What's left in the championship? We have got Hunter, who came in at a six seed, versus Brittany, who was a four seed. Okay. Some I early... would not have been shocked if you were to tell me that Brittany was a one or a two. Right. That well. Brittany, Chad, all those you you could consider one or two. Um, this bracket had Adolf as number one. If you see that this bracket also has a picture of Adolf Hitler next to the name Adolf, so they're clearly associating it with yeah. the H-Man. Um, let's look. Do we got any early round upsets? Not really. I mean, Adolf going out in second round to the eight seed Chad. You got Isis going out in the second round to the six seed Hunter, and Isis was three seed. Oh, sometimes the sometimes the lower seed just want it more. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, our championship was six seed versus four seed final four, six seed Hunter. You got Michaela at the seven seed, Brittany at the four seed, and Chad at the eight seed. So pretty middle of the pack. Yeah. And, and, and to, to finish things off here, I think I would go with Brittany. Brittany, Brittany is the me. champion. Yeah. I agree. It's it's just, um, how do you put it lightly? Not a great name. No. And I, I think you, I think we nailed this. I don't think there should be any disagreement from the audience. This was a perfectly executed bracket. I believe. Yeah, and actually, there there wasn't too much disagreement. No, oh, aside from the Michaela Kyle debacle, which was kind of settled, not really. Um, the Michaela Hunter battle, but I, I was pretty neutral on that. Hunter moves on, and I mean, Brittany, the only one, the only person or name I shouldn't say person, not associating with people. The only name that I think stood a chance against Brittany was Chad. The the final four matchup we had there that was interesting. Yeah, but Brittany took took Chad to the dry cleaners. Yep. So Brittany is 
the champion of our first ever big dog bracket. And that's it. Any other comments on our bracket before we move on? I mean, I guess that's all there is to say on it. You look at it, 16 pretty awful names. Mm-hmm. Any honorable mentions that you think should have made the bracket? I mean, basically take up a top 10 list of what people are naming their kids now and you could throw them in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, I mean, you seem I, to say that a lot. Do you have names that you're like thinking of? No, I no, I don't really. I just the majority of, of, of kids' names now, it's it's egregious. I don't know. Yeah, I, they, I, I just I personally say play the hits. Mm-hmm. Tim, John, Jack, Joe, Frank, Tom, James, Luke, sure, Mark, buddy, play the hits. Yeah. All right. That is it for our bracket. And we are moving on to the hot corner and chopping block segment now. And Lou, um, this week, I feel pretty passionate about both of my hot corner and chopping block. Okay. Let's hear one. I will, I'll start with my chopping block and my chopping block this week are hot things with no flavor. Things so spicy that you, that there's no taste. Right. And namely flaming hot Cheetos. So there's, there's a lot of things in this world that are spicy. They come with spice, except as you're eating them, there's good flavor. So you have the trade-off. I'm going to sweat and I, my tongue is going to go through pain. Right. So, so, the, so the, the spice is just a little bit of, of kick to add, add to what you already have. Mm-hmm. But Flamin' Hot Cheetos, and, and I argue this, uh, I think you'll disagree with me on this, but Buffalo sauce, both of those are just heat, no flavor to them. And those those are the two main things I was thinking of when I said hot things with no flavor. And there's no point in sweating if you don't get taste along with it. There's no enjoyment that comes with it. One thing that is very hot that is very enjoyable, Takis. Do you enjoy Takis? I do to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. No, but it, I, I do see there's, there's a trade-off there. The other day I was eating a bowl of soup. And it was, it was the spice was too was to a level where it was starting to hurt for me to take the next bite of the soup. Mm-hmm. So I just I had to stop. And like I wasn't I was basically, you know, putting myself through a torture chamber just to eat the soup. What's the point? Right. That's exactly feel my, my mouth anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, was it like a curry? What are you what? Uh, spicy I, soup I don't know. What, I don't know what it was. It was a progresso soup. Okay. But it, they they did advertise it to be hot. And now it, did it did it have it, flavor it was. or was it just heat? At, at at the beginning, yes. The more as you started to get into your bowl of soup, no, your mouth went numb. <laughs> it just numbed your taste buds. Yes. Exactly. To the point where it was starting to hurt to take the next bite of soup. Mm-hmm. That's why that's my chopping block this week. And Lou, what's your chopping block this week? My chopping block is the weather. Now, the current weather? The current weather. I don't know what we have to do around here. I Looking at the forecast, I check the weather like an old man. 
next Wednesday, it's like a high of 37 degrees. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like April 20th, April 21st. Yeah. How am uh, I supposed and- to start training for a half marathon if, if it's not going to be above 60 degrees? Right. Well, when I said current weather, right now it's 63 and sunny here where I'm at. That's not the case where I'm at. I no? don't think it's gotten above 50 degrees. And really? So ever. So when you say the weather, you're speaking to the the cold weather in April. Essentially, yeah. Because I know on our on our unaired podcast, we talked a little bit about how we're running a half marathon at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. And you need it to be at least 60 degrees for you to run. And you'd Correct. much rather have it humid and 100 than... I want it to be 110 and humid on race day. Mm-hmm. I want to and die out on that track. I want to be miserable. I think you'd be the only one to finish. Because I, I ran today, 63 degrees, sunny, perfect temperature. I wouldn't want it a degree warmer, degree colder. Perfect temperature for running. I feel like once it hits 70, I'm going to sweat so much. I'm going to weigh hundred pounds more when I finish racing. And I, I, I do understand that my sweat is coming from my body. So I'm not actually gaining mass, but my, my shirt's going to be soaked. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a trade-off you go through, but there's nothing better than, than just being miserable while running in hundred degree heat. I guess I've never tried it. So, I mean, I I guess like at some point, someone has to be held responsible for, for the weather here. And who do you believe that should be? I have no clue, but I mean, there, there's mental anguish involved here. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just a miserable human being. If it's below 60 degrees. And unfortunately it's like that for eight months out of the year here. And we did talk last episode about where big dog radio has been. And I, I want to say that there was a day that it hit 60 and I feel like that was the appropriate timing. And maybe that Mm -hmm. is what big dog radio needs is a 60 degree day to get back in action. Uh But um, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous where I'm at. I'm loving any temperature over the fifties. And I I am sorry that you're going through that where you're at 30 degree weather. I mean, 30 high of 37 degrees on April 20th. If it gets to be the end of April and it's not above, you know, at least 55, 60, I'm going to find every aerosol can in this city and spray it straight into the ozone. <laughs> Just going to deplete the ozone. I've had enough. Now, now you're, you're making big dog radio seem as if it's a, a, a pro global warming podcast. If that's what it takes for us to get to 60 degrees, Yes. I want all the global warming I can get in that case. Okay. No comment. Lou, what's your hot corner this week? Uh, my hot corner is, uh, well, I have two of them. First being socks. Okay. I think so- socks are just a phenomenal thing. I can get on board with that. I, I, you know, it's something pretty simple, but what would we do without socks? You know, you know that feeling of feet inside shoes without socks? It's disgusting. It's miserable. Yeah. Lou, did I ever Walking tell you? I, I feel like I've told you this before. For three months in high school, I went on a anti-sock diet. 
I didn't wear socks for three months in high school. For what reason? I just thought they were pointless. And ever the more, I don't even know if that's a word, but I discovered that socks have a strong point, both in comfort and stench. Stench? Very much. And far, and far more. And now I completely agree. Socks are phenomenal. So that was just essentially a, a thought I had. I was struggling to come up with a hot corner, and consequently mm. I came up with two of them. But well, Lou, have you ever wore Bombas socks? No. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say Bombas? No. They're just It's just a brand of sock. And I got some for Christmas this last year, and they've been life-changing. I, I never want to wear a different pair of socks ever again in my life. Bombas socks? What's, what's different about a Bombas sock? So I, I have wool pairs of Bomba socks and they're both so they more, more so winter socks. That's what I was, I was going to say they both okay. in the winter, they, they insulate your foot very nicely and I'm wearing them right now and they're extremely comfortable. It's like I'm wearing a slipper around the house 24 seven. That doesn't slip off your foot, except they it's like, it has the breathability of a normal sock. Interesting. And for every pair bought, they donate a pair to uh, a homeless shelter. So okay. B-O-M-B-A-S, not a sponsor, but get yourself a pair of Bomba socks. No, I, I would not suggest that. No free ads. Anyways, my, my second thing here, <laughs> second hot corner is talcum powder. What a product. And talcum powder is what exactly? It's just, it's like basically like baby powder. Okay. And it was giving people cancer back in like the, the 2000s and the 2010s, I think. Really? You know, people were just, you know, it was like the stuff you take, you just, you know, you got a rash or something shoved up in your crotch and just giving people cancer. What a product. So why is that your hot corner? It doesn't really necessarily have to be my hot corner. Was, I was just <laughs> thinking about talcum powder earlier today. So I feel like you do this frequently where you just say a hot corner or chopping block and it's not even something it's that like you just a random really thought, enjoy. something I wanted to talk about. Exactly. Like, I feel like that was the same with um, Coach O. You gave him the hot corner because what he was a, guy. a horn dog. Not wrong. And now you're you're just giving telcom powder the hot corner because it was it, it was giving people cancer. Yeah, well, if you like, say I don't like think that, that should be your hot corner. No, but I mean, I was just, you know, what a product. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to say that that was one of your final thoughts. We won't claim that that's, to be your Yeah, hot that's corner. probably fair. And I could have just waited for that. Mm-hmm. My hot corner this week is a social media platform. Not a social media platform that you probably consider a social media platform. But this social media platform is linked in. Okay. And I've been rather active on LinkedIn lately. And I love it because you have hundreds and hundreds of people acting like professional stewards of this world. And it, it makes it very easy to grow your platform as a laid back kind of comical, lighthearted profile. 
have you been growing your brand? I have. LinkedIn? Believe it or really? not, yeah. I just gained, I gained like six, seven connections today. I don't send like, out connections; they just roll in. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, like, what do you what do you post about? I, I post about things that I've been just doing. Okay. And and like I post lighthearted things. I'll read you one of my more recent ones. So I, I had gotten, I guess the the uh, LinkedIn will just explain it. Yeah, but, I, um, I'm, I guess people stuck in the corporate rat race like that, huh? Oh yeah, they love it. I mean, I, I've talked to people that are, are sitting there on LinkedIn and they scroll and they see my post and it it makes them makes them pleased because you have so many people trying to act like they are know the stock market or oh i just figure out a job or something and all this professionalism going on we're in in fact nobody's actually wanting to act professionally and that's actually an interesting thought if if no one wants to actually act professional why is it like a prerequisite for so many things right and that's my thought exactly but anyway, my most popular LinkedIn post was, <clears throat> it reads, in the fall, I traded my roommate a slice of stuffed crust pepperoni pizza for 10 bites of his future meals. I thoroughly enjoyed all 10 of my bites. Today, I claimed my final bite. It has been a pleasure doing business with you, Nathan Schultz. I'll cut that part <laughs> out. Well, sure. Another one that got some traction. I just bought a one pound bag of candy wax bottles to push my Amazon order over $25 and to qualify for free shipping. I'd say it's in the top five business decisions I've ever made in my life. That's another one here. Big dog radio is back and better than ever. It's a dog eat dog world in the podcast game. Unfortunately, the dogs that hibernate tend to be the ones that are eaten. (laughs) That's a pretty good point. Yes. So well, we don't really care. So oh yeah, you big dogs can eat us. I don't care. Um I've been having a blast with LinkedIn. People like to see somewhat comical posts when they're scrolling through a professional site. There's some irony to it. I've tried to grow traction on Twitter, has not nearly worked as well. And I love you, LinkedIn. Ironically, if, if you try being professional on Twitter, that might be a better way to grow your brand on Twitter. Yeah. And the same is true. Like the inverse, if you're less professional on LinkedIn, isn't mm-hmm. it's easier to grow your brand. Right. The backwards world we live in. It's a backwards world. But yes. I love LinkedIn. Give me, give me a connect and it, it'd be great. But now we're on to, the end of our episode where we have the big dogs final thoughts Lou enlighten us I I don't have much this week um I guess I I think I'm going to start reading War and Peace the novel correct Leo Tolstoy also the author of one of my favorite books of all time it's a it's short novella uh, the death of Ivan Ilyich. I'm not familiar. I recommend it. it's uh, more speaks to the philosophical side of things, okay. dealing with death. 
that's the the death of Ivan Ilyich. Um, but this, no, I think I might start reading War and Peace. Now, War and Peace is a rather massive novel. How long it's do you? It's a pretty meaty boy. That's going to take you. Uh well, depends on what time I'm able to set aside at night. And and how long do you typically set aside? I don't really have a, a good set schedule right now. Just until you get tired. Until you get tired, yeah. That's Which fair. last week when I was ill, I was mm-hmm. you know housing Nyquil at seven thirty, passed out by eight. Yeah, eight o'clock. Yeah. Eight o'clock. Now you you mentioned that to me last night when you had your your buddy downstairs looking at your basement so we couldn't record that you've been trying to get to bed by nine recently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not sleeping by nine, but in bed by nine. Okay. What's your optimal hours of sleep? Uh, Anything either six or 12. Either one of those, nothing in between. Correct. If like right around six hours is pretty much perfect. Mm-hmm. You wake up feeling like a born again Christian. Twelve hours, you get enough sleep where, again, you wake up ready to start your day. Anything in between, like especially like seven hours, eight hours, you're miserable. You're miserable the following day. I've found that dog to be the tired. case too. Mm-hmm. Dog tired. See, I found that to be the case, but I haven't, I don't think I've discovered the 12 hour echelon yet. Because if, if I sleep between six to six and a half hours, that's my money hole right there. Mm-hmm. If I sleep less than six, I'm okay. If I sleep less than five, I'm dead tired. So about five to six thirty or five to six and a half is my, my sweet spot. And then I've, I've tried to sleep 10 tried to sleep eight, tried to sleep seven, all of them. I feel terrible. I've never pushed to the 12 barrier. Is that the key? To- well, I, I mean, I can't say I, I've, I do it on a regular basis, but like if you have at this, well, at this point, like a weekend where you're not doing anything mm-hmm. and like you can sleep for 12 hours, you'll have a phenomenal day the following day. The problem yeah. now, now though is like, I, I just can't sleep past like six o'clock anymore. Right. Well, I mean, for me, like I've, I've had those days where I sleep my eight to 10 hours and I wake up and I'm just extremely tired, but in my head, I'm like, I can't sleep more. I just slept 10 hours. So maybe I got to lay my head back down for another two hours and then I'll, I'll wake up feeling good because I waste those two hours anyways, when I sleep for 10 hours. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. It's confirmed between six, either six or 12, not between six, six or 12 hours, but not between and not less and not more. Mm-hmm. Those are the sweet spots. That's optimal. Excellent. Well, Lou, that wraps up episode 19 of Big Dog Radio. Episode 18 was a mystery episode. And we're here at episode 19. And next week we got episode 20. I feel like that's that's a mark that we should put down. That- it's 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 good for something mm-hmm. if you consider and, nothing something and we got do we have guests coming up i know memorial day weekend case said he wants back on maybe we could get him back as a recurring guest yeah i don't even know we i mean feel free to listeners send out 
um, suggestions via um, the forums box, either suggestions, I suppose, or questions. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that was episode 19 brought to you by High Lift, the High Lift Coffee Shop. We'll be back next week. Tune in if you wish. We do not really care. <laughs>